There's a lot of podcasts, YouTube videos, Instagram posts, reels, TikToks, and just general media on how to be a good friend or um, qualities of a good friend, how you manifested yourself as a good friend, how you you are a good friend to, you know, the people around you or how to become a good friend. But what about when you are the bad friend? And there's lots of talks about having shitty or bad friends in your life, how to spot them, how to cut them off, the the damage that they can cause in your life, how to confront them. But what about when you are the bad friend? Hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to Unfeeling with Mimi. If this is your first time listening in, a big welcome to Unfeeling, where we talk about my feelings, your feelings, all our collective feelings on anything and everything as we feel our way through life. Happy Friday, everyone. This episode will be dropping on Saturday due to um, some unforeseen circumstances. (laughs) But yeah, I hope you guys are having a wonderful Friday. Let's just get into it. I wanted to to talk about instances where I feel that I was a bad friend or I showed up as a bad friend. And also maybe make you see a little bit of yourself in me and realize that there are some situations that you can't show up as a bad friend and while that is normal all relationships ebb and flow and i don't expect you to feel um or be a good friend 24 7 sometimes sometimes you just happen to manifest as a bad friend so i want to talk about those situations where i feel like i must manifest as a bad friend and how you can be able to spot similar scenarios where you did act like a bad friend and, you know, hold yourself accountable because it's important for us to not just glamorize and idealize the times that we were good friends, the times that we did good things for people, and then completely ignore the times that we were not the best of friends, the times that we were actually damaged someone or or made someone hurt or, you know, hurt someone's feelings or failed to give someone closure or ended a relationship in a way that just wasn't fit for both of you, it's also important to look at those times because you can learn from them and um, show up as a stronger, better friend for that connection or for future connections. So the first scenario I want to talk about is switching friends. When I was in high school, I had so many best friends in the span of four years. I had maybe almost 20 best friends in the span of four years. And also I was in several friend groups throughout my four years of of high school. I remember in my last year, particularly, it was horrendous because my two main friend groups were fighting with each other and there was lots of name calling. I didn't participate in the name calling, but I, I... got to hear secondhand from um, my friends in the book club. That's what the other, also the other group, that's what my other friend group was calling us. So I'll call um, the other friend group, friend group C. So friend group C was calling my current friend group at the time, the book club, <laughs> because we were really into novels. We were really into writing. So 
we were actually trying our hand at writing novels um just within ourselves sharing our books amongst ourselves i read some of the best work in high school <laughs> i had a friend called angeline she had written a banging book another friend of mine called we would call her mama bear because she was the mom of the group so mama bear had also written such a great great novel like i feel like my novels were a shame in comparison to what those two people had written it was absolutely fabulous i enjoyed reading it whenever i'd had the, uh, whenever i would have the time because i i've always loved reading and i think this group really made me love writing as well so this other group would call our group the book club or the writers club something on that on that kind of like sphere and yeah it wasn't really like me they were fighting over my head is not that inflated but it was one of uh, my friends i would call her boyfriend she was my boyfriend <laughs> um so it was one of my friends who was in the book club that they kind of like had this beef on and then we just all ended up being caught in the middle of it it was nasty it was nasty all right all of this to basically say that um the two friend groups were warring with each other we weren't in good terms and the reason why i think that i was a bad friend in the situations is um i there's no reason for me to have that many friend groups so um or to have that many quote unquote best friends and i think to some extent you know when someone leaves your friend group or when someone's not hanging out with you guys as much as they used to hang out with you regardless of the reasons i do think it makes the other party feel um a bit sad and a bit uncomfortable and wonder you know like what went wrong and most of the times when i would um stop kind of like hanging out with a certain friend group i wouldn't really give the reason i would just stop and then also in university i had a close friend and we had to start getting close um and this friend one day when um i was trying to get home these were the days that oh my god i would um either ru- like it was in first year second year and i would either be rushing to a french class i would have evening french classes i think every tuesday and thursday so i'd either be rushing to a friend a french class or i'd be rushing to church because i would be going for evening mass so i didn't tend to hang around very much um on campus after classes ended i would mostly just be on my way and i got into the routine with this friend of mine this really close friend of mine and one day i think after a cut or something like that we i i was waiting for her and um i tried calling her several times and i wasn't able to reach her she wasn't picking up her phone so i went to to look for her and tell her you know like i need to leave or or also i would also be um uh, sometimes i would be heading out to go to the gym yes so it was either the gym church or my french class yeah so i i i i reached i i went to look for her and when i found her i was like you know i've been waiting for you i've been calling you and i'm trying to you know leave because i have to like go and get my other tasks done and she turned and shouted at me to go home i was so shocked <laughs> in that moment i was honestly so shocked that that could have happened in the way that it did in the public manner that it did that i don't think i said anything at all i just left 
but i do remember feeling ins- like terrible on the way home i felt so so bad all the way home and i think i cried a little <laughs> um but if i now when i sit down and think about it she kind of like was trying to penetrate another friend group that wasn't my friend group i i don't even think i've ever been like a member of that friend group really and if maybe i'm rational i'm rationalizing for her i do not know if this is her thought process but you know i i'm not the coolest person i'm not really the the person that you know you you sit down and like i'm not the most interesting person as well um i do think that she was really interested with this friend group she found them really fun i'm more of like a boring kind of person i do very very basic things i don't go out of my way to experiment and be risky i just i live my life according to the like three or four tasks that i'm used to and then you know i throw in some excited i throw in some excitement with a netflix film or a novel <laughs> So I do think that she was trying to penetrate this um friend group because she found them more interesting. And when I was trying to rush her, she maybe lashed out at me like why are you trying to rush me when I'm deaf when I when like when I'm like, you know, with this new cooler friend group. And while it's okay to want to broaden your friendship circle, I do think in that moment she was a bad friend and I do think the concept of switching friends can make you a bad friend like think about like almost all the movies where um like maybe a chick flick and the 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 girl or like a teenage film and the girl is like switching a group or even the guy is switching a group maybe they're moving from um the science fair group to the jocks or they're moving from the mechanics and robotics group to um the cheerleaders whenever you switch friend groups i don't know what happens but you suddenly get the opportunity to be such a major ass about it i think it's bound to happen i think when you sit down and think about it you're trying to move from one friend group to another because what they actually do right now is what aligns with who you are and then you end up being mean to your friend group you end up like wondering why you were ever a part of that friend group you end up maybe discrediting the things that you once were interested in and you know talking down upon them or because that you're switching friends so needless to say the friend who shouted at me our friendship ended there that day the moment that i left we were no longer friends in my head <laughs> and i never told her this which gives us a very nice segue into the next thing that I think that makes me a bad friend ghosting. <laughs> I rarely tell people that I stop being friends with why I stop being friends with them. It's a very very rare occasion and unless I s- I feel compelled to tell this person or call them out on their behavior I probably will not tell this person what it is that happened and why I stopped being friends with them leading to a lot of my friends even in high school wondering why I suddenly quote unquote dropped them as friends like I don't know when I get the ick from a friend I ghost so badly and it's almost like you didn't exist for example there is a friend of mine who we would hang out a lot especially in the evenings i love to go on my evening runs and this is where i'd meet this friend of mine and 
sometimes I'll just continue my run. Sometimes we'd have a conversation about um, random things. And it was an okay friendship. It was good. It was fine. But this friend of mine, it's a guy. The way he referred to women and talked about women, it was such a yuck experience just hanging out with him. Like, he's younger than me. <laughs> he's younger than me. So like I would just hang out with him like, oh my God, yes. Like big sis moment. I can give you guys advice, whatever, whatever. He would talk about women in such a way that in the way I see it, it was very objectifying towards women and very sexualizing towards women and sexualizing just things that don't even need to be sexualized like telling me kind of like she said this to me he'd be like she purred she cooed you know things that you'd find in a novel she purred she cooed she meowed this out and you know like i could feel that her voice was purring and <laughs> i don't know the way that right now i can't remember it properly but like the way he would talk about women sorry if you can hear the car in the background i don't know whose car that's, that is it's going off yeah the way he would talk about women would just give me such a yuck feeling because like who wants to hear a guy constantly talking about how the way a woman acts reminds him of a cat like his little <laughs> His little Discord kitten, you know, like it's very ew. It's giving very yuck. And um, this is someone who like is just like I assume talking like a normal human being. And even if they were not talking like a normal human being, I don't think that I need to know the information. I don't go around telling people like, oh, you know, my boyfriend growled in my ear. Like it's it's strange, and that gave me such a an ick because. Um, he had done several things that led me to believe that he didn't respect women as much as I would like my male friends to because I have certain standards when it comes to my male friends like for me when it comes to um kind of like ending a friendship it ends from from my side with like it just ends with like no closure and I do think that makes me a bad friend. I do think that it's important for you to be able to communicate with someone as to why you guys are not hanging out anymore or what it is that they did that made you not want to hang out with them anymore instead of just leaving their life altogether. I think that's very disruptive. And I think it leaves them wondering like, what the fuck happened? They never get that closure in terms of you know what it is that they did because maybe it could be something that they could change maybe it could be something that you guys could talk about maybe it could be something that you guys could could sit down and agree to disagree or maybe it could be you know some as like a proper way to actually you know end the friendship because like like all relationships like if you get ghosted in any kind of relationship it's not a good feeling and i see that However, like for me, cutting off friends at some point became just so easy that it just like ends. I remember in primary school, I once avoided somebody, a friend of mine, because we fell out and he had hurt me. And I completely avoided him, like no explanation, nothing, nada. He just ceased to exist in my world until like he actually cornered me one day and he's like, oh my God, what the fuck happened? <laughs> so yeah, 
that's what makes me a bad friend and if you've ever done that before it could also mean that you are not the best of a friends you're not as good as a friend as you think you are and that's fine you we all make mistakes we can learn from them we can choose to learn from them this episode is not really about calling out people it's about recognizing some kind of behaviors that could be indicative of not being a really good friend to someone not being the best um, friend to someone another thing that could mean that you're a bad friend sometimes is let's be honest sometimes we get fed up with our friends venting it's like every single time they're talking about abc every single time abc 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 and by the time they're coming to you for the seventh time you're like seriously this again come on you know like we've all been in that situation we've all been in that situation where we have been fed up with our friends venting whether it's because they are venting about their ex-boyfriend and you're just seeing this toxic cycle of this um self-destructive cycle of this victim mentality cycle going on and on and on and on um or feeling sorry for yourself cycle going on and on and on for months at an at 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 a time and you know at the end of the day your friends are not your therapist your friends can be there to support you your friends can be there to help you your friends can be there to talk you through it but if they're not a certified therapist you know they might not really be helping you get over it or or be able to call you out on certain behaviors and sometimes sometimes calling out your friend on certain behaviors is considered not friend like you know we have this kind of like standards in place where if you are someone's friend it means that you have to tolerate a certain amount of something even if in your mind you're like oh my god like this needs to stop you need to pick yourself up and you need to stop acting like this but you just you know you stay with them you form their pity party you wallow with them because that what it, that's what it means to be a supportive quote unquote supportive friend not calling them out not telling them you know you need to get your shit together and they've been ranting about this boyfriend this ex boyfriend for months like their life is revolving around this ex boyfriend and i know it's very hurtful to you know break up with someone but let's be honest let's be honest at some point we all get tired of that venting and then you never end up telling them i do think that 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 is a situation where you could be a bad friend or maybe they they keep on venting about an insecurity over and over and over again maybe they have an insecurity about their legs and they're very insecure about wearing skirts and you've told them time and time again like you look fine like in my eyes you definitely look fine like not even in a way of like i'm i'm trying to lie to you or trying to be like what i think is a good friend by lying to you that you look nice when you don't look nice and then when you go out you actually get embarrassed because i told you you look nice like genuinely i'm telling you you look nice you're telling the person that they look nice and they're super insecure about their legs so regardless of how many times you've told them how many times they've worn a skirt and you've told them by the way you look fine you look fine like don't even think about it like honestly you look good you look fine but this is the 30th time and they're still like oh my god like i don't like skirts i don't like dresses because of my legs like look at my legs maybe even gone as far as to suggest if you don't like them so much don't wear them 
because now you're starting to get tired at first you were this supportive warrior in their corner you're like yes you look fine oh my god like girl you you just be confident keep your head up i assure you you look good then by the 20th time you're getting a little bit tired of it so you're like do you know what you actually don't have to wear skirts if you don't like it i fully support you not wearing skirts at all if you're that insecure about your legs it's fine by the time they're complaining about it for the 30th 40th time you're like oh my god like i cannot take this anymore you constantly referring back to the fact that you hate your legs i have told you your legs are fine i have told you you look good in skirts i have assured you i have supported you i have tried to help you i've told you that you don't even have to wear skirts and yet we are still here like this is the order of the day every single day when you have those little in intrusive thoughts in your mind and you're thinking to yourself like you're rolling your eyes in the back of your mind and you're thinking to yourself like oh my god like when will this end i don't think that can be indicative of a bad friend i think a good friend should be able to confront their friend and tell them what they're feeling even if you you've told them they look good you're tired of telling them that there's no fault in you being tired in telling them that you don't have the responsibility of building anyone's confidence up that's an that's an individual's personal job that's their job to get their confidence up you can help but it's not your responsibility so i think the best way to approach it is to tell them yo you are insecure about your legs I have told you severely that your legs are fine. I really really do mean it. I really mean it when I tell you that your legs are fine and that you look okay. But you're still keep bringing this up. And to be honest, I don't think that I'm okay with you with us constantly having this exchange. It's exhausting. It's draining me of my energy. I've I've tried to give you solutions. I've tried to give you options. And I haven't lied to you one single time. So, as my friend, I would appreciate it if you either believe me or you just stop bringing it up altogether because there's nothing wrong with your legs. Can we stop obsessing about your legs or obsessing about a certain insecurity? And this is coming from someone who has her own fair share of insecurities. I've had acne for the longest time. I'm so insecure of my face. And from time to time I drop a little bit like of like oh no the i guess the first thing that people always notice on me is my acne or my scars and i've had people tell me time and time again like your acne actually isn't that bad it's okay but i've also had people you know call out my acne so i think that that also that insecurity also stems from there but at the same time if a friend of mine told me that they were tired of hearing me complaining about my acne of course in a respectful way you don't go to your friend and be like oh my god i'm so fucking tired of hearing the same story over and over again like shut the fuck up that's not a great way to approach if someone came and told me mimi you're actually so beautiful you're breathtaking yes you have a little bit of acne but it's really not that bad and when i tell you you look good i'm not trying to lie to you you do you do genuinely look good and your acne is healing so i would appreciate it if maybe you stop bringing it up because it's draining me every single time when i have to talk you through it and bring your confidence back up by by reassuring you over and over and over and over and over again that you look fine so please i'm asking you let's get this out of the way i think that's what a good friend would do growing up is realizing that that's what a good friend would do but i don't know indulge me this is just my thoughts 
another thing that i think makes me a bad friend and could make a couple of you also bad friends is i do not go out to meet my friends (laughs) i have my comfort zone my comfort zone is my home it is my house it is my room it isn't it is in places where i can indulge in my favorite activities rotting in bed reading and writing and cooking and eating (laughs) and watching anime so getting out of this comfort zone is very hard for me of course it doesn't help that i have major anxiety as well but I do not go out to meet my friends. Like, I do not make plans to meet my friends. I do not ask to meet my friends. And when plans are made for people to meet, I find a way to postpone it as long as possible or just end up not doing it all together. And I do, that, I do think that makes me a little bit of a bad friend. <laughs> I do think that makes me a little bit ba- of a bad friend, coupled with the fact that I also am a terrible texter and I do not call. So I'm literally not making um, a lot of time or any time at all to interact with, meet my friends or, um, you know, just check on how it is that they're doing. To be fair, I have found kind of like a sweet spot where my long term or my long standing friends and I we can reach out to each other after a couple of months, after a year, and everything is still fine. Everything is Gucci. So I think I've kind of gotten like in my comfort zone there, there because I can reach out to someone two years later and we're fine. Or like we can even just start talking from a joke. And it's not awkward. It's not like, um, you know, it's not like we're mad at each other. But I do think it is... I do think and know that there are not, not everyone is like that. Not everyone is like, oh, no, it's fine. We can talk every five months. I do know that there's some people who would like to interact and spend time with you because that's just the kind of person that they are. And blatantly ignoring that need does make you a bad friend. So sometimes you just have to compromise a little bit and maybe have a discussion with them so that they can compromise a little bit so that you guys are just meeting like a couple of times where you feel comfortable in the frequency of how often you meet but also don't feel obligated to go out of a way to you know expand and and use your social battery so much but they also get you know to meet you and have fun with you and you know spend time with you and i really do like seeing like friends hanging out together it looks so nice it looks so fun it looks so cute like they go out for lunch we just talk i have seen friends um um going out um for like a lunch where they do their planning together they do their goals together i do think that's really really cute and really really sweet and i think that my kind of approach kind of like silos me in to just do my things and oscillate around myself and sometimes it can get kind of lonely um, i do love my own company i'm very comfortable in being by myself but yeah i do think sometimes i just have to take one for the team and go out and meet my friends so these are the things that i wanted to talk about i don't know if some of them resonate with you i i, I do think I do think some of them resonated with you and I do think there are instances where you can see that you were a bad friend because it's important to not just 
idealize the things that you do right in your friendships friendships it's important to also see where it is you might have gone wrong where it is that you might have hurt another person's feelings and come to terms with the fact that you did that and also you know seek to give them closure and seek to you know heal that wound bury the hatchet and all other english sayings (laughs) and this is not an episode to say that if you do resonate with this and if you have been a bad friend sometimes that there's something wrong with you or that you're a bad person there's no saving you oh my god you're the evilest of evilest no it's just to see that yeah sometimes you can be the bad friend and sometimes you might not be doing what's best for your friends or you might not be thinking um very highly or very positive positively about your friends like in the ranting example where you're like oh my god like can we just get over this and get out of this and you get that little irritation in your heart but it's also human it's also human to of course go through positive and negative um emotions in all of the relationships that you're in but if you do want to build stronger friendships then you have to hold yourself accountable for the times that you were a bad friendship you are a bad friend and seek to do better in your friendships so yeah with that i would like to bring this podcast episode to an end thank you so so much for listening to my little little rant and i'll see you in the next episode Bye, loves.